The Convention Collective at DesignerCon Anaheim 2018. Hi, this is Dan Beer. I'm here at DesignerCon 2018 with Camille D'Erico, who is here at the show showing off some of her wares, including her Pop Manga Mermaids book. So, Camilla, tell us a little bit about that book. So, um, I'm really excited about the Pop Manga. <laughs> I'm really excited about the Pop Manga Mermaids book. <laughs> I mean, it's a mouthful when you start to say it. Yeah, say it th- now. Say it three times fast. <laughs> I know, right? Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, so, it's a it's a coloring book. It's 80 pages, and it's uh, mermaids and sea creatures. And uh, I, I have such an affinity for the ocean. I live in Vancouver, so I'm surrounded by the ocean all the time. <laughs> and I love mermaids ever since I was a kid. So Little Mermaid was like what got me into like being a professional artist. I was like, I'm going to be a Disney animator after that movie. Okay. Yeah. So this book is um, basically like my childhood uh, come to life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> now, for those who are, who are not of the show, where can they pick that book up? Oh, um, it's available like any bookstore. So Barnes & Noble carries it, Chapters carries it, Michael's carries it. It. Okay. Um, and you can also get it from my website, where if you get it from my um, Etsy store, which is uh, the Camila store Etsy.com. Okay. Um, I, it comes with like an exclusive postcard. Oh, nice. Yes. Well, well, you know, nice stuff. <laughs> little incentives. Little swag to go exactly. with that. Yeah, you get swag with me, but yeah. <laughs> now, uh, being that you're an artist, what artists inspire you? Oh my gosh, um, I love so many artists. Like Greg Simpkins is one of my like idols. He's here at the show. Yeah, too. I saw his booth oh and it looked God. incredible. And he's like the nicest guy. <laughs> and I'm just I don't know why I'm upset about that because he's so freaking nice. But Greg is like a sweetheart. Um, I love James Jean. I think he's incredible. And then, um, but I love Audrey Kawasaki. He's wonderful. Uh, you know, Mab Graves is a, an amazing artist as well. So, but. You know, as far as people inspire me, I'm I'm more inspired by humans uh, versus like art. Uh, I see other artists, and I try not to actually look at their art because, it, in terms of like, if I'm creating my own, I don't want it to be influenced by others. So I, I get a range of like different artists, like from the pop surrealist to mangaka as well. Like Rangi Muratha is an amazing artist. Her, um, Terada Katsuya is so good. So, yeah, there's like a variety. So kind of a whole different variety, different styles of art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Tell us about your greatest fangirl moment. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. <laughs> there's so many. Okay, well, it has to be, and this is probably because it's so relevant, it's like right on my mind, but I think um, was a couple of years ago, about four years ago, um, I was on a panel with uh, Stan Lee, and that was like, the most incredible moment I think of like ever because I was on the panel and we you know it was like uh, Viz video was there it was like a big panel lots of people and then Stan swoops in and uh, he's like yeah I'm gonna do it like yeah I'm on the panel and he sits right beside me this is my first time meeting him by the way oh. <laughs> and uh, so he does his his presentation and then uh, the moderator's like uh, and now the unlucky person to follow Stan Lee is and I'm like I know it's gonna be me I just freaking know it and they're like yeah Camille and I'm like god damn it and I was so nervous because Stan is such a presence and we used to hear him do when yeah. he, like when he did a pitch it was like out of this world yeah and so I, I mean, was, he knows how to sell stuff oh my gosh he the showmanship and yeah. just like the love and passion he had so I, I was nervous I was and he, he he like patted me on the back he's like it's okay honey like any and I'm like I, I know what I'm doing I just but right now I'm like 
my, my brain just blanked completely. <laughs> he just blew my mind. Like, yeah. literally blew my mind. So I didn't... It was like the worst panel presentation I've ever done. Because um, you were so nervous was, speaking, saying well, that's it's, a legend. It's, it's a, I'm sitting beside a legend, yeah. right? And then, but after, yeah, so that was an amazing uh, moment. And then my most embarrassing fangirl moment. <laughs> Can I say that one? Yes, go for it. Oh, my God. So I met Mike Mignola. Okay. And I was such a huge fan. This is back in the day when I was like, I wasn't even a professional artist. And I go and I find him at his booth and I was prepared to buy like everything at his booth. But for some reason, my brain did the one thing it should never do. And it said, uh, and I blurted out, Whoa, what's free? Uh-oh. And he's like, I know, I know. Mike doesn't, he's never heard this story, but this is true. I don't think he remembers me, but I said that. And I was like, oh, and the look on his face was just so like disappointed. And I was like, oh, and he's like, you can have this. And I'm like, thank you. And I ran away. I ran away. I ran so, a shame followed me for years. I was so embarrassed. Well, you ought to go up to my Comic-Con next year. I do. I have to, yeah, absolutely. I just have to be like, I, you know what? You don't remember this, but I was, and give him like t- five, 10 bucks or something for that mouse pad that he gave me. Oh, God. So, yeah, that was, yeah. Now, I know earlier when we were talking, you mentioned how Little Mermaid kind of inspired you to be oh, yeah. the artist. How did you actually get into art? Well, I, um, a really long story but it started off when I was in high school and my best friend was crushing on this guy um, who called himself Romeo and he wanted to do a comic book that was the devil and Jesus team up to save the universe and I'm like I don't think this is a right up my style I was drawing dinosaurs and, and dragons and, and sexy girls and my friend's like please you have to do this for me so I uh, I took one for the team and I started to work with Romeo on this book never got published I'm not surprised but from from that moment I actually took it really seriously that people could do comic books for a living and that's when I got I started to you know uh, think I could be a comic book artist so I did I did school for animation turns out I'm a shitty animator so I was like I had a backup because my comic books uh, right. so I started to do that as a serious career now uh, it's the next question being in an artistic field can can be scary to jump into full-time how did you make that transition and how do you decide when to transition right. into that full-time well I was really strategic about it so I I was in college and I was working for companies like um, I was doing illustration work on the side and uh, while I was like in, in college and so I was doing these um, I was doing these projects and so when I graduated I had uh, a portfolio of, of printed work and um, so then uh, when I graduated, I had a, a nice working portfolio, but I worked for a, a, an art supply store, and I slowly started to do more and more work, and then lessen my hours until I, I could do full-time. So, yeah, it was really great. Now, what's your favorite fandom? My favorite, oh, my favorite fandom? Yeah. Um, do you mean, oh, that's hard to answer. Like, okay. There's, I don't know what to... Do you mean like OTP style, like my favorite, or your like, favorite, my, uh, like Delena from what, like Vampire Diaries fandom, or <laughs> your favorite fandom in general? Like what, what genre do you like the best? Like sci-fi, horror, oh etc. I don't even know. I think you know what I'm gonna have to say that probably the Sailor Moon fandom, okay, is my is my favorite because they love it so much and it's and they never fight <laughs> and it's like the one fandom that's gent- gentle and generous, you know, because there's so many fans that, like nowadays that really hate each other's fandoms. So that's one that I actually uh, I really I really appreciate. So yeah, the Sailor Moon fandom. 
Now, very when, loving. <laughs> and have you had any neat fan moments when people meet you? Do you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, when people meet me, they're. Um, I get. I remember this one time. I was doing something underneath the booth, and I um, and heard some people talking, and so I just like I, I popped up. And then they screamed. Like, I, I thought Justin Bieber was in the booth. Because the way these girls, like, just went off, they were so excited to meet me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the, the, the pitch that these girls achieved was in, in astronomical. So, I um, so that was really cool. And then one of my favorite stories is uh, happened a couple of years ago at Palm Springs when a couple of girls came by to meet me. They hadn't met me before. And they had this amazing uh, connection that, uh, like, about five years or a year years ago, they had met each other because one was wearing a shirt of mine and one was carrying a purse of mine. <laughs> and then they 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 actually started they, they saw each other and they're like, oh, you're a Camila fan. And then from there sparked a friendship that now they're best friends and they're moving in together. So they came to see me at Palm Springs so that they could tell me that because of me they met each other and they're they're, they're like soulmates. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Now, where can people find you online? So um, you can find me uh, on Twitter. I'm um, Helmet Girl, okay. and uh, Instagram. I'm Camila Dorico. Then you can find me at, online at camilandorico.com. And uh, I've got an Etsy shop as well, so it's the Camila Store at Etsy.com. Yeah, I'm well, basically everywhere. If, if this if it's social media, I have it. You just find me. Yeah. And any last words you'd like to our listeners? Oh, I mean, you know, just uh, support artists is always a good one. That's why I love designer con. Yeah. Because people come here and they're supporting the artists directly. They're not supporting like, you know, faceless brands. I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a few of those that they are, but they, yeah, they, yeah, they snuck in. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is one of my favorite cons of the year. Yeah, which exactly. Why, it's my last con of the year, and it's also one of my favorites. Yeah, it's yeah. my it's my last con too, and it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, clean. Clean yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I totally understand. I'm trying to stay, like, <laughs> hydrated. Um, yeah, no, uh, but yeah. And also, you know, just um, if you've got a dream, follow it. I think if I learned anything from Stan's passing is that one person can change the world. Yeah. And if you think about what he did and if he had never become a writer, you know, we wouldn't have what we have now. Yeah. And so you I mean, just, his legacy will live on forever. Yeah. And, and he's one person. So every single person on this planet can can change the world you know yeah. so that's what i would like to leave cool with. well thank you for your time yeah, once again i really appreciate it